Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Yes, 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 yes. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Lion's Den. It's been a minute, but, 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 but we in the field and hit the share button real quick because uh, we got some good things to talk about. Uh, so, yeah, Big Herm, what's up, bro? Bro, I feel like it's been a year since we've been on camera. It, it, like it felt like we, we missed two. Well, we, we, we had two. Uh, Rerun shows. It's our first yeah. live one in like two weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Life happens, bro. You got to got to get it in. You know what I'm saying? We got to do what we have to do. But ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time here, what we talk about on the Lions Den is all things leadership, growth, development with action. You know what I'm talking about? From the home to outside in the community. And we highlight the things and people that are making things happen in a positive direction right on so if this is something that um you feel inclined to be a part of please make sure you subscribe and you follow us we're everywhere as a matter of fact for real we took some time and some hard sweat and work to make sure if you were to google the lion's den you will see more than an adult uh, superstore, okay? So it's <laughs> Lions there with Seth, all right? We get it in. So what's going on, everybody? Hey, 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 what's up, Miss Lay up in the building? And also, too, hit us up. Let us know where you're watching in from, right, so we can give you all a shout-out. So what's going on with you, bro? Oh, wait. Happy Father's Day to all of the fathers out there. All right? What about What about to the single mothers? What you say? What about to the single mothers? We ain't gonna wish them a happy Father's Day too. All right. So Father's <laughs> Day to all those brothers out there that's getting it in. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Hey, I hate you, bro. I can't believe. Hey, man, you know I got you know I got to throw that off in there, man. What you do for Father's Day, man? A whole bunch. You ready? So eventful. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Do you know how good that felt? I feel like I'm really officially old, right? Because all yeah. I wanted was nothing. Like, shut up, nothing. Get yeah. out of my nothing. I just want to do nothing. What you do? Well, you know, after my after my daughters gave me their thoughtful gifts and whatnot, you know, what I'm saying they asked me to barbecue for them. You know what I mean? Okay. I like. It. I mean, it's it just another another Sunday. You know That's what I mean? So, yeah. Do us a favor on your day. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I grilled out. You know what I'm saying? Had me. You know. Little drink outside, just made some chicken and fish. Yeah, really, just enjoy family times. What I did. Yeah, that's good, man. Actually, that that reminds me, man. Simone drew me a nice uh, picture. I remember when she was little, she was just say, uh, "You right? I don't know what it was, but it was for me." You get yeah. what I'm saying? So now, you know, she's drawing pictures of lions and everything happy. So she's seeing something, and I'm like, "Yo, this is dope, right?" Yeah. But again, man, I appreciate everybody that's that's helping. Helping us out. What's up? You, you know, it was real cool, you know, this Father's Day. Mm. is uh, One of my daughter's friends actually gave me a gift and a card. You know what I mean? Wow. And I was like, wow. wow. Really unexpected, man. It almost made a thug cry. 
Oh my goodness. Well, you, know you got the one first. But <laughs> I can understand that, man, because honestly, uh, and, and we'll talk about this another time, but um, man, it's no manual to this thing, bro. All you can do is the best you can. And to me, it's 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 surprising when I get a hey, you're doing a good job from somebody else. I'm like, really? Because I'm still trying to get right. this thing together. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised mine's still alive. You know, bro, you, bro, like, how do you cook this thing? You know, what <laughs> what so, but no, man, uh, no, it's dope, man, when we're recognizing, uh, but we do want to make sure we recognize everyone. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about life after serving in the military, sweet baby Jesus. Woo! Whoever told y'all that uh, the transition was uh, easy is a lie in three quarters. You understand? How was it for you, man? I mean, just in general, just, you know, before we go deep into it, what would you think? How was it for you? Uh, well, before we before I get into it, man, let's go ahead and get Wiley on, man. You ready for Wiley? Yeah, right, because so, for so, me. What's yeah, up? We're, I'm about to go into it, into it. You know what I mean? Wiley, he been he been uh, been backstage for 30 minutes before. Right, he been backstage. Hey, so look, <laughs> look, ladies and gentlemen, look, check this out. Before we just bring him in, right? We don't want to just throw you something hot like yeah, that. So, yeah, I just dropped so, his name and everything. Yeah, you sure did. Appreciate <laughs> it, right? So let me give him a real good uh, introduction, y'all. Look, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jeremy Wiley, man. There's so many things we can say about this about this brother, right? Um, you know, he served along with us over in Scott Air Force Base, right? Um, as the career career advisor. I mean, just the guru of of, of all things helping for professional development, right? You have the uh, ALS, the uh, not ALS, excuse me, the FTAC, right? And different events that were going on just for our professional development. And one thing that um, I like, love. Right. I think we're too old now to be liking things. Right. What I love about this gentleman is that he's never changed. And unfortunately, sometimes people can't dig that. Right. But that has helped our relationship. Right. By connecting with authentic individuals. And that is one thing he is. So, ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up for Jeremy Wiley in the building. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> I appreciate that, man. You guys over here making me blush. You can't tell because my beard now, but the yeah, retirement I, beard. Look at that pirate beard going on. So how yeah, you doing, man? Right. How you doing? Live, living the dream, man. Just uh, enjoying the day. Uh, the kids uh, all gave me a card. They said my gift to be here on Tuesday, but I'm not allowed to open it until I have them all on FaceTime, which makes me a little concerned about what this gift may be. But I got uh, two adult children and one almost adult child. So, you know, uh, God only knows what, what it is. Uh, I'm still a little concerned. Ah, there you go. Hey, <laughs> so look, shout out to everybody that's watching right now. I see you, Shu. Look, I see you in here getting it in. And everybody else, we do want to say uh, we appreciate y'all for, for getting it in the building. So transitioning out, what a cluster, right? Mm. Oh, and by the way, um, we were some of the many of individuals that retired during this little time in the in the in the world called the pandemic of COVID. So uh, that was out of line, right? <laughs> now, what was your thoughts, man? What was you going to say, man? So yeah, we did retire. Put up, we did retire during COVID. But here's here's my thoughts, man. Like when we first retired, that first year, you know, I really don't know what to expect. You know what I mean? In the military, the military told me everything as far as when my hospital appointments or when I need to go get a physical and all that type stuff, right? Mm 
Mm-hmm. And so now I get out into the to the quote unquote the real world, you know, um retired as an E8, and I immediately go into a job uh as a correctional officer. I think that was a big mistake for me at the time because you know I was fresh fresh out the military. Mm-hmm. And now I went to this facility, um, which is a high stress job, but it's still a cool job. But I felt like I was in a high stress environment with a bunch of idiots running the facility. You know what I mean? Because I'm in there with a higher strategic mind, you know what I'm saying? And this dummy right here is the one that's I'm supposed to call a sergeant. I like, oh, okay. You know, kind of still sound like the military, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now, now, now hindsight, man, them guys know exactly what it takes to run that jail. Right. But they just look and sound stupid. So it was hard for me to, you know what I'm saying, follow <laughs> suit with that coming straight out of the military. I needed some civilian time see. first before I go into that. So now I'm more used to how they talk, how yeah. they operate, you know what I mean? Because I'm I'm used to the military, right? Yeah. So that beginning, that beginning phase for me, man, I'm hopping job to job because it's like I'm looking for something that's like the military. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? It's not that I want to be in the military, but my mind is like, okay, I need this kind of, I need a certain kind of structure. Yeah. I need a certain kind of feel that's like a team, team deal and all that type stuff. And I wasn't getting none of that, none of the jobs that I picked, right? Yeah. yeah. Two years later now, you know what I'm saying? I worked for the city as a community center director. And I realized, you know what I'm saying, that I just needed to breathe and, and really change the, the chapter. There you go. I'm, you know what I'm saying? It's not for me now to find uh, the military again in the civilian life. There you go. Uh oh. Now that's you know, a word. That's you know what word. I mean. I'm looking. I'm looking. Yes. I'm looking for the. I'm looking for the military in the civilian world. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay. Just because they're not speaking the same language as you doesn't mean that they don't know what they're talking about. You yeah. the one that don't know what you're talking about. Come on. You now know that, what I'm saying? You you yeah. in a whole new world now, man. Why don't you sit down, just chill out, breathe, yeah. relax, and take this stuff in? Right? No. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It was tough at first, though. Yeah, absolutely. So look, check it out. So now we're going to go to you, Jeremy, right? As you uh, chimed in, uh, as he said what he said, how was that transition to you, right? And for you? Man, I heard you hit it right on the head, man. So I was looking for the same thing. I thought, you know, I want to go out there. I want to find this, you know, big team environment. And, you know, I just basically wanted to be in the military with a beard. And, (laughs) bruh, now I First of all, that's not the way things work uh, in a lot of these jobs out here, and that's okay. Uh, there, I think a, a lot of the civilian jobs get a bad rap, and they're like, oh, man, they're just cutthroat, they're this, they're that. Let's just be honest about this. Whenever we're in the uniform, there's a whole lot of them positions that are cutthroat, too. Uh, yeah. It's just a, a different way of being cutthroat. The other thing that I, for me, we all dream about making this, you know, $200,000 a year or whatever your goal is when you get out and you think you're going to, you're worth whatever, man, you got to really do the the math in your head because man, there is, is the money is not worth your, all your time. Uh, and I, we all gave up and missed so much of life Bro. chasing this military dream that, man. yeah, great. There are jobs out there and don't get me wrong. If you want to make $200,000 a year, God bless you. You can do it. Get, make sure you get your certifications, your degree, whatever you're going to get while you're in. And those jobs are out there. But is it worth it? And mm-hmm. for me, 
The answer is no. Uh, I mean, I, I've had two different jobs. Herm, I didn't bounce from uh, correctional officer to director of uh, I see I see that you are training for the Olympics in your last video uh, that you that you posted. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> we'll make it no time soon. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think her, we, we need to work on that a little bit more. Um, but like for me, I, I started out I, and I own my own custom woodworking business. So I had that, too. And working, uh, I started I took a contracting job on base. I threw a number out that I thought was ridiculous that I wasn't worth. Uh, they came back and said, can you start on Monday? And I was like, oh, well, yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do this. Man, I realized within 60 days that this was not for me. I did not want this. And it wasn't about the money. And mm. I think that was a realization that I needed. That, man, I was chasing a dollar when I should have been chasing a dream. Hold and, on. Wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. See, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So wait, first, wait, before we get too deep into it, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully y'all are enjoying this. We're here at the, in the lion's den and we're talking about this transition. Now, I I, I see that uh, individuals ask if they can join in. Yes, we're going to do that towards the latter half of this conversation. All right. But we're talking about the transition. The thing is, is that as we're going out or transitioning out the military, some individuals fail to realize or to remember there was a transition for you to come into the military. So what makes you think there won't be a transition for you to go out? And it's more of a mental type of thing, because when you're doing something for 20 something years, like you think, OK, yeah, that, that's what's up. I'm good to go. Wrong. Wrong. You're yeah. not. OK, so here's something that I had to realize, something so small to other individuals, but big to us. Right. Finding out what I was going to wear. Do you understand the level of anxiety? It was like, yo, all this stuff in the closet for the last 20 something years. I only had to really change my outfit like maybe what three times because for what <laughs> the BDUs <laughs> and, yes. uh, and OCPs, you dig? So now, yo, how I'm going to go out? I don't know what to dress and, and be productive and look professional looks like so uh Herm, what do you think one of your biggest challenges was as far as that transitioning on a small level to the outside but big for you um it's it's kind of like what uh with with with, with chief slay's talking about right there man mm -hmm. it's just i think the biggest problem with me was my mindset mm -hmm. you know what i mean clothes yeah i mean clothes of course that's one thing right mm -hmm. And then another thing is dealing with people not coming on time to work. <laughs> you know, so I was like, what I like, what's 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 part of the game is this? I'm like, oh. just roll in with your coffee anytime the hell you want to. Hey, with pajamas. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, well, what? you know what I mean? So it, <laughs> so I think I think it's just that uh some of the things that we take serious, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Civilians won't take serious, but then Oh snap! Hold on. But then again, people putting their phones on mute in meetings, you know, cool things like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know stuff like that. Like, who does that? <laughs> you know what I mean? What type of professional does that shit? Yeah. <laughs> but I no, thought my phone was upstairs. I didn't know it was down here. Hey, you know, but I think to, also too to your point because I'm gonna go to you in a minute, Jeremy. Um, you know, we the military does help. Keep, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't a bash, right? at all what the military does do is to equip you with a certain level of professionalism 
right? And a, a, a certain level of ethos that is uh, in our mind as we're doing it, this is common knowledge. But when you get outside the gate and back into real life, you're the unicorn. Who are you to come into work on time? And as a matter of fact, 15 minutes early, who does that? <laughs> right? Why are you here? When your boss is looking at you stupid, like you're doing too much, right? So, well, what was you going to say? Uh, another thing that I had, because I, I live in an army town, right? Uh-huh. Oh, and so a lot of folks feel like when they hear that I'm I'm retired military, they think I'm retired army, and they think that I'm gonna come, that I'm some kind of rigid person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the army cats that I know are pretty. You know what I'm saying? They're pretty straightforward. You know what I'm saying? Black and white. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Things of that nature, and appear to be pretty rigid. Mm-hmm. I like well, you know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all are prejudging military because not everybody's not like that. You know what I mean? But every time you talk to somebody, you know, when they their perception of a veteran is uh, some good and some bad about, you know, they don't know how to talk to people yeah. and, and stuff like that. I was like, you know, well, I mean, certain military folks uh, have a certain standard how things should be done. And if mm-hmm. you're not doing it, if you're not doing your job right, I mean, we used to being held accountable for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's no such thing. Jeremy, what you think, man? Man, one of the things that has that really I had to learn, and all three of us being in that you know senior NCO tier, we were in charge of people, processes, things. Man, one of my first superiors uh, in the civilian sector had got out as an E four, and was probably f- ten years younger than me, but he'd been in the civilian sector for almost ten years, and man you have to learn how to you you don't have to be in charge mm. and that's the thing of letting that ego go and letting your letting yourself understand you're not you're not that guy yet. yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i'm glad you said that too because um man it's a harsh reality right because <clears throat> not everyone yes and it's very humbling right because not everybody knows Hold on. Not just know, care that you serve. Keep that in mind. Even though you serve for the country, right, and for the freedom of everyone, essentially, you don't, you're not everyone's hero, right? <laughs> you're not, and it's okay. Well, look. Let me go into some of these. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. These comments. Monica, what's going on? Hey, she was in the army. Shout out to her. She says he's bidding, chase the dream, not the money. Right. And Chief Slay, she says, I purposely did not jump into finding a job. I decided to become an entrepreneur right away so I can design and control my own life. Um, uh, I liked, I'm sorry, was it liking the military as being on the planet where everyone is speaking a different uh, language and living different life? All right. Some people are so stuck in the military as a civilian. I'm not, she says, I'm living my best life. Yes, absolutely. Here we go. It says, um, I stopped talking to people in the military <laughs> that I was still in, okay, when I knew I was leaving. I mm, hold on, hold on. I I, I, I know why, and I think he's going to talk about that. Um, and also, too, Tesla's not addressed the emotional aspect of transition. Oh, not. I was going to touch on that, too. Yeah, 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 me too. Um, so <laughs> I think that they have a great intention on giving us the basics to be financially 
right? Um, I guess uh, aware, but that emotional transition is a very hard pill, right, to swallow. And and it's 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 hard, right? It's hard because if you don't have a good nucleus of individuals that can hold you down and or at least to understand what you're going through, it seems like you're going through it all alone. But what mm-hmm. you gonna say, Jeremy? Man, there's a couple of things on that. So it my personal opinion. Once again, I, I want to reiterate what you said earlier. This is not a bash on the military. Right. Listen, all three of us would not be where we are at today without the military. Uh, we, I know for me, I can speak that I grew up in a trailer park in Southern Illinois, and now I've traveled the world. Uh, I, my kids have wonderful things. So please, I, the military was great, but some of the things, everything can get better. But right. that tap thing, man, listen, I think that that is probably one of the worst put together things. And it gets better every time, but currently, I mean, there's a lot of things that they tell you that, okay, yeah, has some relevance, but hey, Herm, when did you change your tax bracket on your retirement check? Did they tell you, they didn't tell you about that, but you hear all kinds of people complaining about it whenever they get out in that first year, they're like, dude, I got to pay taxes, pay in because I, I didn't pay enough. Well, why didn't they tell you about the important things? And right. I, I think that there's a lot of things that could be changed with that. And Man. one of my thoughts was, is, you know, Seth, you said about there's a transition period coming in. Well, tell me why there ain't a transition period on the way out. You know, you're already retiring, you're leaving. Tell me why there can't be a six week transition period. Now, I'm not saying that you're off for six weeks, but you have a mentor, somebody that's retired within the last two years yeah. that, you know, you could sit there and have a, basically a boot camp, but in reverse. Tell me why we haven't done that yet. And I've, I've actually thrown this around with a couple other guys and gals trying to get that because I think Congress could buy, should buy off on that because, man, you want to talk about not having the, the basic knowledge on some things. Like, man, your money when you get out is important. And that's the reason why a lot of these people take these jobs because they've worried about their money. Well, if you got to pay in, you know, you get a $3,000 tax bill, on your first time out and nobody tells you to change it from 10%, which DFAS defaults it to, to your current tax bracket, man, that's important. Why are we ta- telling me about oh. how to, to write a GS 13 <laughs> resume, but I didn't want a GS job. I'm like with chief on that. I ain't try. I wasn't trying to work for the government. Now I do have a government contracting job now. Yes. <clears throat> but I didn't look for it. It found me. So, yeah, that that tax that that tax thing is hilarious, man. Because my first time filing taxes, you know, what I'm saying as a retired person, you know, it's my first time really owing, right? Owing, and I felt like the dude told me that I owed thirteen thousand dollars some kind of way. I hold on, I ain't making that kind of money. I'm like, what thirteen thousand dollars, man? I was flipping out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had no idea what was going on, man. But I was so clueless on that type stuff that. You know what I'm saying? When I saw that, I was flipping out on my HR and everybody like, yo, y'all need somebody to fix this because I don't have no idea why it's like that. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, it would end up not being that, but man, I had no idea on on that process because I never, you know what I'm saying? I never ran into that issue before, right? Mm-hmm. But they want to keep telling you about other things in TAP that, in my mind, didn't make any difference. Now, why don't they make that more modular to where, okay, yeah, I know that they've made it that way now, uh, a somewhat to where you pick like an entrepreneurial path or a GS path or whatever. But some of the classes that we all had to sit in, that should be, um, man. Uh, I ain't it, getting no class. 
See, I I took it because of my uh, we retired during COVID. But my first day of SkillBridge was uh, Valentine's Day. So I was out right before COVID hit and shut everything down. See. Mm, okay. We'll see. And yeah. that's the deal. So so now we're going to go into this transition here, right? <clears throat> now, we served, got the uniform off, right? And now it's, uh, you know, how are we going to take care of the family, right? How are we going to take care of family? How are we going to do this? How, how do we take care of ourselves now? And now here's the deal. Our jobs or whatever it is that we want to do, like, for example, I was already in the entrepreneurial space while serving, right? So it just gave me an opportunity to go full ham, right? Because I really didn't, yes. I, you know, I got tired of telling, you know, all that. But here's the deal. How do you go from that into providing for, for your family, but also providing for yourself your well-being? Because there's no, um, I would say there's no direct outlet to, you know, or or a link to say, hey, you need to stay fit for your job. We got the PT tips, <laughs> right? You got that. <laughs> or look, check it out. You need uh, uh you need you need self-care. So how did you you two deal with self-care dealing with COVID, by the way, right? And then transitioning as you're transitioning out. You, her, you, you can't do? ask her. You can't okay. ask her and I that we already married into self-care. Both yeah, of us. Right. So okay. I mean <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, we got counselors as wives. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, that's one thing I do find. I find, um, I I find funny is that, well, not funny, but crazy is that. All right, so the military we have that PT standard, right? Yeah, but what the cops don't have that. You know what I'm saying? As soon as you pass that initial physical test to get in, after that, you could be whatever you want after that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe 300 pounds, be a be a correctional officer. That that blows my mind. But um, I think with that, you know, uh, being in the military, you know what I'm saying? And then also, it was just always been a part of you. Yeah, you know, after a while, I was wanting to go to the fitness center and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh the big push on on mental health so you know seeing a counselor is, is regularly towards the end of well now i won't say the end towards toward like the middle of our career to the end they started pushing that kind of stuff heavy yeah. you know what i'm saying uh, go seek help and help and all that stuff i think the military really does do a good job I remember thinking man it's so stupid that we have to have sexual assault training every year right mm. until i got out to civilian world to see some crazy stuff like you really just did that yeah you know what i'm saying like they don't have that kind of training every single year like we did right you know what i'm saying so it's not pounding in the head not saying the military is perfect with sexual assault because that's not true but i don't think it would have jumped out in my head that you know you shouldn't do that because it wasn't nothing super crazy mm-hmm. you know what i mean but since we had that sexual assault training or sexual harassment training every single year you know what i'm saying you just look at things different yeah yeah, that makes sense. What about you, Jeremy? What you think about that as far as your your well being? How was that? So you know, everybody's experience in the military is different. Um, I I had some great times and I had some not so great times, mm-hmm. and a lot of that. Uh, and I saw one of the comments about we can't use COVID as an excuse, and I agree. But I think it goes further than COVID. Um, we we can't use our situation at that wherever we're at as the excuse you can use it as a springboard 
to get you to where you need to be. And that is something that I see a lot of people struggle, uh, whether they had a, a wonderful career or they had a really shitty career. It was who you are as a person is really going to kind of dictate how much of that physical fitness, because uh, I'm allergic to running. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm Adonis, uh, but I I do try to walk. I, I do get out there and do those type of things. Uh, your mental health uh, for me, you know, that I did a video while I was in uh, sawdust therapy and I go out and I'm my shop and while my quote unquote business is also my my release. Uh, and so you need to, to to figure that out. And that's something that, that I do believe the military could do a better job in. Uh, and it's not the military. It's your supervisor. It's your leadership. You, you can't get told that 12 months before you get out that, oh, my God, all these things are going to hit you. Man, that's something that you should be cultivating throughout your career, uh, finding to make sure that you're not overdoing any one thing, everything in moderation. So I, I do believe that it's the culture is getting better. Uh, but when we all first came in, nobody cared about your mental health. Right. Man, you better take your ass to work. Uh, yeah. PT was a bicycle test. Now, yeah. I will say I, I did like that bicycle test, um, but it, it didn't do you any good. Uh, I think that there is a lot of things that we need to grow as people and we can't use the military or any sort of excuse that, you know, there's all kinds of information out there for us now. Um, once again, when we first came in, the Internet really wasn't. And, and it's not like we're born in, as my kids would tell me, I was born in the late 1900s. Um, but <laughs> I'm, yeah, and this is why I'm scared about what the gift is going to be. Uh, so it, I, I think that we have to realize that there is a generational gap on that, that we, oh, we yeah, do need yeah, to, to learn that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I first came in the military, there was never no need for me to be on a computer nowhere. You know what I'm saying? My, uh, my recipe cards is right under the table. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Check my email. I didn't have no email. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like like, I had check, trash to take out. Go check that 662 and see what you cook in a day. That's all I had to do. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, so it's like we, we are talking a different language than, than the people that are, you know, say either coming in or like new into the military now. It's, it's a big gap. But uh, I, I have to go back on something that, uh, that Wiley said about, you know what I'm saying, being happy that I was in the military because we wouldn't be where we were, where we are now, if it wasn't for that, you know, and for me, I disagree, man, uh, because I think the military held me back. You know, I think that I could have pursued my career in rap music. See, you know hold what on, I'm I knew that this was going this. Uh, yeah. you're, 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 hold, hold on, I had my finger ready to mute it, but then I was like, yeah. wait, let's see how he's gonna. Damn it! And you did it. We're not doing that. We ain't doing. I'm just, I'm just saying, man. You know. It, Held you back? No, protected the world from this. That's what it did. That's what the military did. Protected the world from this, from this foolish mess, hey. right? This, you know I mean? Hey, but question though, question for y'all, man. How do you guys feel like you have grown within these two years, though? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, you know what I'm saying? From your mindset, from when you first came out to now, we should be hitting in a pretty good groove at this point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So how do you feel like you've grown from when you first came out? What's the biggest change in your mindset from then to now? Mm. Hey, what I worry Ms. about? Meeks. Hold on. Miss Meeks. Yes. 
Yes, you see me with the mic. I, I do have skills, but go ahead. He does not, and we know it. No, he no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, man, I, I'll tell you what I I figured out what's important in life. Um, the the stress that I carried, and I, I tell a lot of people to getting ready to retire. You don't understand the stress you carry on your shoulders until you're retired and you're. You, you've been out for just a little while. Uh, you also don't know who your real friends are. Ooh, uh, Bing the button for me. Man. I mean, Ooh, if we're just keeping it real. Man, uh, that's for real. Because I got to hit this, man, uh, because you realize that the individuals that you were connected with in the military, some of that was conditional Absolutely. Because of the military, what you could do for them or, you know, what can be on there 1206. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, hold on. No, you're right. This this thing right here Mm -hmm. would not say, hey, you know, somebody in assignments, you know, somebody get me over here. Hey, let me see your EPR. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Man. Would not stop going off. You know what I mean? But now it's like. Where do you at? Hey, ghosting. Did I pay my bill? Right. (laughs) What happened to those folks, man? Like, you know. Dude. I tell everybody in the first 90 days of you being away from your your last place of of business, you if you those people that contact you after that 90 days, those people actually care. Mm-hmm. Go back and think about in your guys's career. Right. Yeah, I know that you guys have this platform and everything else. But t- after the 90 days of being gone and out of the face of somebody. Man, they either care about you or, like you said, there was a condition to this relationship. Um, Worst case, six months. Man, if you ain't heard from him in six months after you retired, you ain't never going to hear from him again. Mm, Damn, man. You know what? I hate it. It's so true, though, Jeremy and Herm. You know what it is. Hold on. Let me read this real quick. So she says, I now have a growth and abundance mindset. Right. I underestimated my fullest potential. I have grown expeditionally in my uh, personal and professional life. You know, that's pretty big coming for her. I mean, you, she she reached the highest level that you can in the military. It is an enlisted person. You know what I'm saying? She says she underestimated my fullest potential. Yeah. And you, you know, know what I mean? Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. And I'll tell you one thing, man. Um, I'm glad that I had the right mentors for me. And I'm going to tell you what that means. Because I know I was crazy as cat shit. Still, right? I know it's still, but it takes a certain level of connectivity for me to pick up what they're putting down. And there was a mentor that told me, hey, you're, you are holding yourself back trying to do something that's not in line with who you are. Do you understand how that made me feel? Think about it. I've been doing something for so long and I'm trying to climb and climb. But then I see people, there's people that see something else in me and they see that I'm working too hard to do something that I don't really want. Do you understand what that means? So going back to your question, Herm, I believe I grew in a level of understanding of accepting who I am and surrounding myself with individuals and situations that's in line with who I am, right? And it's not conditional on the paycheck. Yes. That's right. yeah. I, and, and I think that 
I'm I'm falling more in line with what you just said, right? Um, it, it's 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 taking a lot of soul searching for me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying to find out what I really want and what I'm what I'm looking for. What I'm looking for for you know what I'm saying this next journey in my life, right? I took a job for corrections, a food service superintendent for for schools. You know what I'm saying? Which I ain't last, man. They had me lifting them boxes. I'm like, yo, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now, and now I'm with the city. You know what I'm saying? Well, the city's been been good, really good. But I think one thing that hits me though is I'm so used to PCSing. Well, okay. with people that's not in the military, it's when we change from one base to another. I never stayed nowhere besides my first base longer than four years. It was always three years and I'm gone somewhere else. So, you know, in my whole career, I'm always constantly moving, 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 PCS and deploying, deploying. So my, it's like I feel like my mind never had a chance to settle into a spot to where, you know, to make any place feel like home. Right. So now I'm here with no move in sight. And now it, it felt like the walls are starting to close in on me. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? You're not going nowhere. It's like I had to adjust. I had to adjust like, okay, what do you really want in life? Do you, are you trying to move it? So I applied for a job. Just think about taking it. You know what I mean? Another place, another location. I like, I can't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not in a position right now to take that job. And it messed with my head. It still messed with my head to this day. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, what, what do I really want to do? Yeah. I got I got a great, I got a great job now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like what Jeremy said, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't chase the chase the dollar, you know what I'm saying? Chase the dream. But it's my like, boy, you got to figure out what that dream is. That's true. What you I, I think one of the things that I got a question for you two is is Herman, whenever you said about the walls closing in and all of us, I did the same thing up until Scott, I I was three years average um, and I was packing. I lived out of a box, man. I had sticker after sticker after sticker on the side of my boxes telling me how many times I PCS. Did you guys ever and I guess have you found out how to be happy yet? And I think that that is a deep question for us that we're so ingrained on certain things. And it took me, it'll be three years in August that I have been retired. And man, I think within this last six to eight months, I've really understood what happiness is. Mm, You know what, man? Damn. Well, first I want to say, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all if y'all have any questions or comments, um, we put in the link in the chat, right? So y'all can uh, click in. But hey, if you're you're looking out of line, you got sleep in your eye, don't don't hit the link, okay? Just just try <laughs> to, right? because we don't want y'all looking silly. But um, we're talking about transitioning out, and Jeremy, you just asked a very potent question. Boy, do we know what happiness is now? I will tell you this, man. I believe I feel more confident in pursuing it every day, right? Because there was a time, there was a time when I was afraid. Listen, I was afraid mm-hmm. to be happy. Ain't that about nothing? Do, do, does that make sense to anybody? Listen, I was afraid, ladies and gentlemen, seriously, to be honestly yes. happy because of the perception. Mm-hmm. Who do you think you are to enjoy yourself? Absolutely. 
you have not deserved, you have not did enough of whatever to be happy. So now I have to, I guess, unscrew my thought process in knowing that I'm able to be happy today. So let's see what that looks like for a new day, because I remember what it looked like at such and such a time, right? I don't have, my happiness is not um, accessible to me based off of someone allowing me to have it. It's my choice. So to answer that question, what you got, Herm? I think, I think that I understand how to appear happy. Damn. You know what I'm saying? To appear happy. Yeah, I think I understand how to appear happy when really you might not be. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's got nothing to, like the job that I have. You know what I'm saying? I love, I love doing it. You know, I work with a lot of kids that uh, remind me, you know what I'm saying, that what I do is important to them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm finally around my family um, and being able to be an active participant in my daughter's life. But a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, I have a I have an amazing wife, you know what I'm saying, that that helps me grow every day as a person. But all of that stuff is 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 me, I feel like me giving I don't know what it is yet that uh makes me happy, if that makes sense, since leaving the military. And it's not like that I was some old gung-ho military person because I wasn't. You know what I mean? I wasn't that I wasn't that guy. What was it? Purpose though? I, I don't I man. There's something I gotta sit on somebody's couch to talk about. You know what I mean? Because I think that's the reason. <laughs> that, that, that's the reason. I'll give you Janet's numbers, huh? <laughs> I, think, I think that's the reason why my mind, even though I'm in a I'm in a really good situation, my mind is always thinking about the next. Okay, now I gotta I gotta do something. Like I'm like I'm looking for, I'm looking for the next thing, but the next thing I got there, I got the next thing. Yeah, but but, that, but that's not happiness though. That isn't. You get what I'm saying? But if, if in, in my thought process, and I could be wrong, Jeremy, you tell me what you think about this. My process, my thought process is is that hap happiness is realizing the now versus the next. Realizing the now because. Even though we're going to pursue, I think because every day our every day we're able to breathe and our heart is beating, we have that natural uh, condition to want more, right? But yeah. are you happy with what you have? Because there was a time when we were doing so much we couldn't see it. So now are and, you in a position where you can see it? Go ahead, Jeremy. What you got, bro? And I, and I think that that's part of this whole transition that I was talking about earlier about, you know, you guys were always we were always pushed to the next thing. Like, all right, man, if you don't volunteer to be the, <laughs> the what the hell ever person, boy, you just ain't worth shit. All right, cool. Um, so, and it, but I never did stop to understand what made me happy. Um, and I've let go of all that. I'm never going to sit here and tell you, because you two know me, I'm never going to stop striving to be the best I can be. But I've when I said earlier about chase not chasing the dollar and chase your dream, you gotta understand what makes you happy. And there's there's gonna come a point to where you're happy. And if I never get promoted again in my job, trust and believe I'm okay. I'm I'm happy with where I'm at. I'm I, I am not. I don't feel the need to be more. 
And I think for the first time in my adult life, I like me. And I think that's where that is. And I think that's where that's where I'm at, Jeremy, is that I'm struggling with the to the need to feel to be more. You know what I'm saying? Like is it do I need to be something bigger? You know what I'm saying? Is is that is that what it is? I don't I don't know. It's like you like you said, it's like, did you ever find out what it is that makes you happy? See, I, I never really sat down and thought about what make me happy. I just do, I just did. You know what I'm saying? I just yeah. did. And now, like, like say when my wife go out of town and my kids are out are not here and they're at the mom's house, and it's nothing but quiet in my house. That's when it gets the loudest for me. Yes. Well, well, you do have your pit bull though. No, he's gone too. Oh my god. <laughs> <I'll be getting laughs> so 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 here you are, butt naked emotionally. Look, look, James said, shout out to you, James. He says a lieutenant colonel. He said a lieutenant colonel that he deployed uh with stated that he was scared to death to retire because he felt that he wouldn't have much purpose uh left after serving for 25 years. That's a real struggle out there. Listen, it is. That's the deal. So look, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if who's all watching if you have served, but there's a little statement that says uh that we would say prior to getting out, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. That yeah. is not necessarily a job thing. It's I don't know who I want to be outside of this monkey suit is what they call it right because yeah. hard because it's almost like this uniform is now a tattoo but where am i underneath this so one of the struggles i had as i was transitioning out y'all was reintroducing myself to who i was prior to but marrying the two this is mm -hmm. what i mean east side of detroit seth did not know what 40 year old military senior nco seth know so how do i connect the two to be a i guess an addition to continue to serve outside of the military and serving people in the best capacity you dig but it's a struggle if you don't know who you are from the job <laughs> you get what i'm saying well, you said something seth man i used to say it in my classes that i teach all the time man the the left goes away and the right's there to stay uh the left on the side of your uniform said us air force and the right side was your last name and man don't ever forget you're going to leave with one of those two name tags and make sure that you carry in the, that well with you yeah yeah absolutely what you got Herm? what you gonna say bro that what he's talking about with the lieutenant Kurt, i saw that even while i was in um with when people was doing uh mortuary affairs job Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then they had to come back and do, you know what I'm saying, working working the fitness center with me or whatever. It's that that sense of purpose really hits people a different way. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? And I for me, I don't think it's necessarily a, a sense of purpose thing. I don't think so. You know what I mean? I really I really don't know. I just don't know that am I am I tripping because I don't know if I make me my maximal potential. Mm. Type that's type, mm -hmm. the type of question, you know. Maybe that's what it is, Jeremy. What you think about that, right? Because, um, and shout out to everybody that's still watching y'all. Hey, we appreciate y'all for uh sharing y'all insight and everything like that, right? But, uh, your potential, 
outside of the military? How do you quantify? Look, we had EPRs, right? That's the uh, performance, uh, you know, rating. Enlisted performance report. Yeah, the report, and the officers has the officers one, blah, blah, blah. All uh, armed forces have them, right? It's a certain things that you, oh, it's a piece of paper that quantifies what you have done to other individuals, for other other individuals, and they're supposed to write it based off of what they think about you or what you have proven to them. So how do you quantify what you're doing now for you? I could, you see? man, listen, I, I heard this and I can't remember who's the one that said it. But, man, the only opinion I care about, and, and I had to become okay with this, is what my kids say about me when I'm not around. Mm. And if th- that is what I gauge my potential off of, the go. fact that I will never miss another, uh, I say never, that's a long time, uh, <laughs> that I will not have a work requirement because I will tell my job you can kick rocks. Um, the, for a golf tournament for my daughter, for my uh, oldest daughter, Addie, uh, her dad's day for her sorority. Uh, if my son wants to go uh, fishing up in Wisconsin where he lives now, uh, when he gets back from his busy season, if I want to take a Thursday and Friday and weekend, go up there and go fishing, you know what, guess what I'm going to do? Work be damned. I, I don't care. If my wife and I want to go to Branson, to Las Vegas, to wherever, you know what? Let's roll, honey. I, that's what I'm judging my potential off of. I've already given all my potential up, and my my uh, garden is barren of give a dams for potential of what other people think I could be. Mm, yeah. What you think, her? What, what's your level of? Uh, how do you quantify your potential, though? Right now, because I know you say you're struggling with certain mm-hmm. things, but. But you, I mean, look, bro, we talk every day just about, right? Right. So what do you think, though? I mean, from transitioning out, right? How do you, or how would you quantify your your potential? So, so my potential, my I feel like my potential is not limited to, to anything, really. You know what I mean? That if there's a job that I want to go get, I can go get it. Uh, but I do, but it's, it's, it's a struggle because, again, what am I willing to sacrifice to get that job? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm at a real sensitive time with, in my kids' life to where they need me around more, more now than ever. So, so my the the potential, man. I mean, I I don't know what the cap is as far as the things that I want to do. Uh, but I think for, more for me, the question is is like, you know, how do I meet? You know, what I'm saying some of my desires. And also meet the, you know what I'm saying? Keep in mind the reason why I retired in the first place is because my daughter said they need me around more. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Not all money's good money, I was told once. Right, right. Yo, yeah, that, that is facts, man. That is real facts. So when I transitioned out, man, kind of like you, Jeremy, had a great opportunity to do great things, right? But back to what you said, her. I didn't give myself enough time to woosah. You get what I'm saying? I went from one high uh, stress level job or position 
and just essentially change uniforms. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> and end up doing the same thing. Like, wait a minute, right? It, it took some time for me to realize, hey, this does not have to be life. You see, like we're okay, right? And even if I don't, if it doesn't seem like we're okay, if that makes sense, it's, it will be okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so listen, look, y'all, we got a call in real smooth. We got uh, Chief Slay in the building. Let's see. Can you hear us? Yeah. Hey, 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 what's going on? Welcome, welcome. Hey, hey y'all. What's going on, Chief Slay? I'm good. You know I couldn't help myself. I'm going <laughs> some comments, and I just can't put them comments in fast enough. So I couldn't get on to the access yard, but I'm glad I was able to get connected to the phone. Absolutely. So what, what was your comment? Well, there's a lot of comments, but first of all, um, this conversation y'all are having is the same conversation I've been having for almost a year now mm-hmm. with with members transitioning over into the civilian sector. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I put in my last comment that I was in my journey of self-actualization, mm-hmm. which when, you know, we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and it's a very of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. And so what I realized is, is that there was a lot of things that were holding me back, even though, you know, we see the cap, you know, for enlisted rank at chief, that is not the all the be all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think some folks are carrying around chief or whatever their, their rank was when they retired underneath the clothes that they wearing, for example. Okay. I go to a lot of networking with and I go out and I speak in, in a lot of public platforms. The last thing that I tell people is that I retired from the military. Mm. Because when you go first in and just go in and telling folks, you know, you did this, you did that, you went here, you went there, they get lost. Mm-hmm. And it, that communication gap is, is serious. So you go in with, hey, what you're doing now, what you're trying to do, you know, the things that you're you're looking to get into and then if people ask hey yeah then you can insert some of those things in there but it's a part of you it does not define who you are there you go mm. you're absolutely Hit that right. button yeah yeah absolutely yeah. and you know, the thing is is that it's like hey so i think sometimes too uh chief to your point is that some people do not understand the military is what you do, not who you are. But if they don't know who they are, then they're going to associate who they are to what they do. You see? Exactly. And then when what they do gets removed by anyway, right? Like either you retire or you get out, whatever happens, then they're lost. Yeah. See? Because that was I, their it, foundation. Yeah. I, I talked to this woman the other day and she said, she didn't know what her life was like. I mean, she retired like, you know, maybe four or five years ago. And she says, I am completely lost. See, I have no idea where to start from. Mm. And so, you know, for anyone that's listening in, you know, and still searching and seeking and, and it's okay because it's part of the journey. There are some, some things that you can really do. I think for me, one of those things that I, went in is into my closet and you know when you're in these military positions a lot of times the things that you wear (laughs) 
a representative of where you had to be and where you had to go when you were in the military. And so mm. I said, well, that ain't me no more. Mm. So polos and khaki shirts and, you know, all these things that I had to buy to be part of that organization. I took them clothes and bagged them up and put them, get, gave them away. Mm. Mm. And I replaced it with clothes that were going to represent who I wanted to become. There you go. Yo. That's dope. That's dope. Hey, Chief Slade, thank you, ma'am, for calling in. We appreciate you and appreciate you for tuning in and always supporting the Lions Den. No doubt. You have a good evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. You know, Seth, Chief just said something that I think is highly important, especially for anybody listening in, that is either going through or getting ready to transition out. Man, reach out to one of us old heads that um, – we, you think you need a mentor while you're in, you need a mentor to get out. Hey. And uh, we can shed a lot of light in some of our experiences yeah. uh, that we struggled with. I mean, yes, yeah, so this this podcast is going to be great for somebody to listen in, but e- each journey is so different. And I know for me that, I mean, if they can get a hold of you, they can get a hold of me. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy to talk to anybody that may be struggling with it. Um, so please, please, whoever's listening, reach out to somebody. The, life is a team sport, brother. It is. It is. And look, y'all, we got we got time for one more call. Uh, we got it open. But what you was gonna say, Big Herm? Oh, I thought we, we is the call in. No, I don't think they're in. No, I don't know. So listen, y'all, the number is 618-792-6747. Again, 618-792-6747. Y'all, we're talking about transitioning out and life after serving, right? Because um, after it's over, that part is over, your life isn't. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes people feel like that because, again, to your point, Jeremy, there's no, uh, not a lot of emphasis on, hey, Let's do this together because I've been where you're going. And then here's another thing, too. I think that it's a problem. Some individuals feel as though before getting out, they got it. They know all the answers. Right. Mm. They already figured out. Listen, this go hit you like a ton of bricks. You you don't have <laughs> hands big enough to catch this shit that's going to land in your lap and on your life. Am I lying? So they say, no, I got it. Look, I got, you know, I, my money's straight. But is this straight? Mm. Right. Is this straight? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> what do you think about mm. that? What do you think about that? What I think is that you spot on 100. percent And that I want people to understand is when we talk about this, is that um, I definitely have zero regrets about joining the military and yeah. doing the time that I did. And it's very, very, you know, what I'm saying I feel very good. I have a, I have a pretty nice home. You know, what I'm saying nice vehicles. My kids are good, and I all I have to do is wake up, and all that stuff is covered. You know what I'm saying? I, I love that feeling to be able to, you know what I'm saying, provide for my family due to the sacrifices I made during my military career. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, again, we keep saying this ain't no we bashing the, the military and stuff like that. I still recommend the kids, if, they, if college is not your thing, please go talk to a recruiter because this was the best decision I, I ever could have made. You know what I mean? It's just when we talk about when we talk about transitioning out, man, there's some things that people just don't know. Mm. You know what I mean? The, the the world don't take care of you the way the military will. You know what I'm saying? The the military has its faults. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? But at the same time, 
the military does take care of folks. You know what I'm saying? They do have people in place that that's responsible for caring about you. You know what I'm saying? And it, a lot of it comes natural. Yeah. It's not like that on the outside world. They'll fire your ass in a second, get you up out of here. <laughs> Man, and look, you know over here, I don't know what state you, you know, uh, y'all law, but this is a, what do you call them, at will state. <laughs> um, yes. feel like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be gone. So look, let me ask y'all this before we go, right? Uh, going back into, you know, uh, reintroducing yourself to your, your new retired self, how was the difference in your past friends? What I mean by that is reconnecting, look, reconnecting with individuals, right? Like, hey, now I'm not traveling around anymore. We can, you know, I have this time. Oh. But you see, you're on two different pages. Oh, you like, yeah. are you trying to force something that's no longer relevant anymore? Or here's another thing. And this, ladies and gentlemen, this is not saying being in the military, you're better than anybody at all what you're doing you have different experiences so what i want to ask y'all was how was the transition to recognize that so go ahead let me wait hold on let me because i know you got it herb let me ask jeremy what would you think there man so (laughs) one of the things that i did learn uh while i was in the military is you know you you pcs all the time you're moving you got to make a new circle wherever you're going and Mm -hmm. it, it makes life easier Right. Let's just be honest about this. Some people you you may not have talked to on this outside the way that you kept it copacetic with them on the inside. I quit forcing anything. I am not here to force you to be my friend. Uh, If you don't want to be my friend, you know what? Uh, Good. I wish you the best of luck and God bless you and move it on down the street. I have found it very difficult. Uh, I live in, you know, small town, Southern Illinois. Everybody kind of knew me when I was an 18 year old around here. And man, after I retired and, you know, I'm growing my beard and they're, they're asking, Hey, you know, how was the military? How I retired, you know, three years ago and they start doing the math. There are some people that get jealous and envious and get very shitty with you about the fact that you have made a decision to do something not it's not like you held them back from doing whatever they was going to do um then there's people that see after 20 plus years harm you you touched on it about like my wife and i were blessed we don't have to drive around in a brand new 2023 maserati but man we got nice vehicles we we have a camper we have uh, some land that we go hunting fishing on we we live a very comfortable life and Man, there are people that really despise that, and I don't understand that. I mean, I, I you know, but you talk about forcing things, man. Like, first of all, like we we talk about in a either personally or on Facebook. Man, I my circle as I have gotten older, and especially after I've retired, it keeps getting smaller, and, and that's for a reason, uh, and that's okay because I don't want those people around that were fake with false intentions with with reasons to to try to hate or down you for something if I, if you're not helping push me up don't come around and I'm not trying to be an ass I'm no, just trying to be real yeah what you think her I think for you because I moved back home to my hometown right uh left here at 19 you know uh 19 years old in 1999 been gone for 21 years 
And I think one thing that I've, I've realized what I probably did was I got to remember that their lives move on too. You know what I mean? Like, so I come back home thinking that it's going to be like home. But just like with me, they also have families. They also have things that they're going through. You know what I'm saying? So it's not it, it's not home no more in that kind of sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't have the same time that we used to have for each other running around the block. You know what I mean? But in your mind, you think like, man, I'm going back home. It's going to be like old times again. Right. No, it ain't, man. We all got kids. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be like that. You know what I'm saying? But you just, yeah, you just reminiscing, you know what I mean, about about being home. So it's always good, man. It's always good being at the community center. And I got the kids in there that I went to school with their parents. You know what I mean? I I love that type stuff. You know what I mean? I tell tell your mama, I'm a messenger right now on Facebook. You know what I mean? But but as far as trying to hold on to bonds and stuff like that, I have I have one or two friends, really just one that I, I, I keep in contact with that's not in the military. The rest of them are military, military, my military friends from my first base. Seth, me, you talk every day. You know what I'm saying? Me and Jeremy talk on and off as well. You know what I mean? And I think that's due to experiences that we all have shit, we all share. Right. You know what I mean? So so when I say something through my perspective, you'll understand it more than, you know what I'm saying, than a lot of my friends who know mostly just Clarksville, Tennessee, which is not a knock on that. You know what I mean? It's just my life had went to a different, different, uh, I went differently in my life. Yeah, different path. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll look right on. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do this, all right? Hey, Jeremy, I'm going to give you opportunity, man. Give your last final thoughts, man, before we close it out, brother. Man, listen, for anybody that is transitioning out, get a mentor. Uh, don't think you know everything. You need to remember what it was like to be humble again. Uh, man, there is so many things that have changed out here. But the other thing is, is quit living in fear. Man, live in faith. Live, forget fear and, and allow yourself to understand people make it outside that gate every day. Every day, people making it outside that gate. And we're all here to help you. Oh man, appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. What you got, Big Herm? Hey, hey, for me is the the transitioning thing. I'm still fighting through it. You know what I mean? And no, no, I'm not nobody. You need to worry about stuff like that. It, it, I have good problems. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I say I have good problems because there's options presented that I could take certain things. You know what I mean? Or or not take it. Uh, so I'm not hurting for nothing. Or you know upset about anything um but the transition does take time to adjust to and some are going to struggle with it more than others and i want to echo what what jeremy was saying like you know saying sometimes you're going to need help or somebody talk to a mentor and if you ever feel like you in that position man always remember feel free to call jeremy man jeremy will be there for you to make sure he answers all your questions he's on if you need his information i knew that he's a friend of mine on facebook just look for jeremy wiley and <laughs> i gotta go change my name now <laughs> <laughs> yo hey no but seriously though seriously and look hey no they thanks james and happy father's day to you brother and again happy father's day to everybody that's out there uh ladies and gentlemen hey this is the deal this is what we do right uh we 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 care 
we care. We want to give you the best information that's out there. You get what I'm saying? We don't have to do it alone. You don't have to do it alone. From in the military, out the military, there's still forward movement. And that's what we're here talking about. Leadership, growth, development, but with action, right? So surround yourself with those doors. You get what I'm saying? And, and but connect with individuals that are in line with you and your in de- your definiteness of purpose. So that's how we're going to get this in for this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all time. And we're going to see y'all soon on the flip flop. Right on. Right on. Later. Jeremy, don't go nowhere. Stay right there. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com A manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.